everyone. This is episode 16 of the Six Sense Podcast. I am Bill. Jags. Steve. Jones. Why what up, we do... what up, what up? <laughs> yeah, but we should have done that in a different order there, so that way we, we would have been trading places. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That is nice. uh, the best we're going to get. We may as well wrap it up. I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do uh, trading places. Did all you watch recently? You oh, I'm, uh, I'm indeed. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, me and I'll watch just before we started again, but I, I, I can pretty much tell you what every fucking line is in the film. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> one, of the, it's one of the classics, yeah, it's like it really is. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm actually in the train bit, because I was just finishing up which went before we came on, so I'm the Lionel Joseph part. <laughs> oh, blackface, apparently. Oh, bully, bo bully, bo bully. Ha! Bo bully, bo bully, bo bully. Ha! <laughs> Merry New Year! <laughs> That's Happy, Happy New Year. Say <laughs> 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 Happy New Year here. <laughs> Actually, just just past here, I'm at uh, the out of the train on the two boys are going to the World Trade Center here. The pretty much rock uh-huh. movie. You know, oh, the, right. I, 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 so I don't do it. There's like, I, I just forgot that Al Franken was in this movie as well. Yeah, yes, yeah. He's, okay. he's, uh, he's, he's he get done. Didn't he get done for, uh, he get done for put, pretending to put his hands in women's boobs while they were sleeping as a joke, but then he uh, lost his job as a, was he a senator? He wasn't a senator. He was a, he was what was he? Sort of politician, wasn't he? Aye. Deviant, that's what he was. You know. But there oh, you go. But anyway, we're, we're, we're oh, miles Frank, ahead. Franken beans. There you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he was. Hold on. Are you dashing the door on him? I'm having a look. He was a senator. He was a United States senator. Oh, there you go. Right. There you go. Was he not uh, like a... Or like a bit part player on Saturday Night Live back in the day? He was, I uh, was on Saturday yeah. Night Live, yep. He was a writer as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. There's a couple of Saturday Night Live uh, uh, crew members that pop up in this movie. Like obviously, Don Ackroyd and Eddie Murphy. And, uh, I think James Belushi had a... He, I think he might have popped up in the odd episode of uh, uh, Saturday Night Live back in the day when there was a little shitty cast. <laughs> He gets a bum rap. I like old Jim Belushi. That's like not bad. I mean, he, it's because his brother is so fucking legendary. It's he's always he's always gonna be in his shadow. But no, Jim's not bad. I mean, who can forget such movies such as K Nine? K Nine. You know, uh, you know? The, the other version of Turner and Hooch. Indeed. Indeed. Absolutely. Not and, a bad uh, film, you know? Okay, red heat, version. There you go. I red heat Schwarzenegger. Yes. Yep. Red heat. Love that film. That was a good, good fucking movie. But uh, yep, I think oh, Jim, he made it popped up in the old days of fucking Joe Pescopo on a Saturday <laughs> night.
Who went on to be a fucking uh, bodybuilder? I'll have you know. There you go. Do you, know who, do you know who else was in? Clint Smith was in the movie. And yep. I don't know where he was in the movie, but Clint Smith played Sweets in Coming to America. He's the, he's, the wee, he's the wee guy in jail. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I know who he is. Because his name, I was just looking at IMDb. What was his name in that? Yeah. It was something funny. Yeah. But anyway. Do, uh, do rag something. Do yeah, rag something. Stone. The bit uh, where, uh, where Winthorpe, Don Ackroyd, uh, goes into pawn his two and a half gram watch or whatever it is, six gram Bo watch. Deadly. Gram watch. In the county, uh, in the pawn shop. Oh, deadly. That's right. It's a, it's a, it's a, Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito was in the jail cell as well. He's the other fella. And it's 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 weird seeing him as a young man and you know in that role, seeing as he goes on and he is like he is fucking leaps and bounds on the leagues of like playing bad guys. He seems to play the perfect bad guy, you know, in the likes of Breaking Bad, yeah. Mandalorian. He's now the the bad guy in Far Cry Six computer game and stuff. So he's doing well for himself. Indeed, I mean it's a, being in jail. A lot of good movies. I mean, it, 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 I don't know where where do you start? Let's suppose it's the let's start at the middle, then we'll flash back to the back, <laughs> and then we'll do a flash forward to the end, and then maybe an it's epilogue. The... It's a usual <laughs> sixth sense. It'll be everywhere, but we'll get there in the end. Start with the synopsis. What's the synopsis of trading places? We'll start from there. It's basically the Prince and the Pauper, basically this. in a modern day version of it, isn't it? And it's yeah. it's it's what it says. It's it's. I think it's a pl- obviously it's a play on words because to do with the uh, st- broker being broker a broker being swap of a guy who's a street dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he calls people anymore. He's just but anyway, he's he's a poor beggar. That's what he is. He's a bum. He's a fucking bum. Is what he is. You're a bum, Brock. You're a bum. <laughs> Wrong film. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's basically the synopsis. But it starts basically. I'm trying to think where it starts. Yeah, it starts at uh, waking up Winthorpe, really, because yep. the the opening credits shows us. It Just basically the, shows us um, parts of Philadelphia and yep. people going to work, but it shows us the slum life and it shows us the high life. Yeah, and then we get to Winthorpe, and it's Winthorpe being woken up by Denim Elliot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's just how prim and proper this guy and how fucking uh, privileged. White privileged life that he has, and uh, he's a fucking big time broker on Wall Street and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, he's a wealthy young gentleman and uh, heading to his fucking uh, big up fucking market job. And then you've got Addy Morphy who's pretending to be legless and blind, pegging on the streets. And then there's a great line where he <laughs> tries to grab the uh, young girl that's just coming past him. He's all, What about it, baby? <laughs> Because man, me and you, you bitch, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, he's so pissed off. Like that, she didn't give him any looking. She's like, you bitch. <laughs> what's, what's he say there? Once you, once you go with no legs, you don't go back. Or <laughs> 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 
Now I have to say, see the see the first. I don't I don't know. It's like the first 10, 15, maybe even twenty minutes. This film, there is no comedy at all. There is no, I was, nothing. I was nothing. just about to say that, Bill. I, I, I was thinking about we were saying last night, comedy America and this, and the difference between yeah. the two movies is comedy America has loads of fucking comedy. It's a laugh a minute. Yeah, this takes a wee bit of time good to get going, so it does. Yeah, it tells it, it takes us a, a bit of time to tell the main story essentially because yeah. we see Winthorpe and we watch him go to work. Um, we watch him with his bosses and with his friends and, and things like that. And it's it's not really until 15, 20 minutes that Eddie Murphy actually comes into it. Yeah. Outside the outside the gentleman's club or whatever it is that all these rich brokers go and sit and schmooze and drink their, their as, the, as the Duke brothers, drinking their milk and, and, and things like that, you know, making their deals and and all that sort of jive. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there's very little. But I'll tell you what, Eddie Murphy comes in and he hits it like a, uh, like a bullet train. Irritable. The jokes come thick and fast. Mm-hmm. Just everything about him is just, you know, he's he's... All right, he's a poor guy, but he's playing that role brilliantly, and it just his interaction with the policeman when they oh, stumble yeah. is just fantastic, you know. So good that, that sets the sets the chain of events in motion. He there. starts doing the old Stevie Wonder, doesn't he? With the eyes as if he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he's, where were you? Yeah, well, I was back in Vietnam, and <laughs> Sand Gang Bang Gong, and he I just. <laughs> They're like, hi, we were in Nam, where were you? And he's like, Hing Nam Nam. Sang Hing, Mang Bong. It's like, Nim Nam. He's all like, part of the Green Beret, Agent 46 is what they call it, Agent 46. That's just, it's just such a great, I mean, it sets it up sort of like who the straight person is and who the comedy is, which is kind of weird because reading a wee bit about trading places, it wasn't actually supposed to be Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in it. It mm-hmm. was it was written as a vehicle for uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Yes, indeed. And they were, they were signed on to the film. Mm. That's right. I, so it, it kind of shows, you know, the direction that the the, the sort of pro- production crew and, and, and everything, the producers were going with it. Um but Richard Pryor had to drop out due to other reason. I think he maybe had some other commitments or whatever, so he had to drop out. So Eddie Murphy was cast. Eddie Murphy was cast, and Eddie Murphy actually begged the producers, yep. "Look, don't cast Gene Wilder with me because mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as the next Richard Pryor. Yeah. I am Eddie Murphy. I am my own person. Yeah. I don't want to be typecast." Can you get somebody else? And mm-hmm. that's basically where it went. Then they got uh, Dan Aykroyd. Which, when, when you think think about that in itself, like how how brave of a move is that for a young, especially a black actor at that time? Like where this like, was his second film. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, you, you thought uh, even today, standing be like fuck, I'd give him a right testicle to act with somebody like that. So I'm doing a movie with Gene Wilder. Fuck yeah. This guy had yeah. wherewithal to go, no, 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 no. Uh, let's do it Plus, this way. Plus, it wouldn't have worked. even come out yet. Like, his first film hadn't even come out yet. And he had the balls still to do that. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I don't think it would have worked with him and Gene Wilder anyway. I just don't. I think it needed two younger guys as well. Yeah. I, just, I actually, when I heard that, I was kind of like, I don't know if that would have been in the same film. Yeah, it um, would have been totally different. And to be honest, I, I, can, I can see his side of you as well. I mean, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor were the double act of that time. They yeah. were the white and black double act of that time. Yeah. yeah. And I can understand where Eddie was coming from. And I can kind of see that even, you know, even for the popularity of the film, and you can say maybe egocentric as well, but I think Eddie was, think, you know, I think he was thinking the right thing, you know. He didn't want to, he, nobody wants to be that person. Yeah, you know? no, no, no. And then, then they take the pick, he, he made, well, I'm not sure, not sure who vouched for or who, who thought then Dan Aykroyd, but yeah, you know, think like Dan Aykroyd, like obviously it's a John Landis movie, this, so this one he hit before this is Blues Brothers, so like he's coming yeah. in off like, shitty movies before this, Dan Aykroyd, like obviously he's known for Blues Brothers, massive hit, and it was time on Saturday Night Live, but movie-wise, after Blues Brothers, mm-hmm, a couple of real stinkers, and then he gets uh, yeah. this one, so yeah. And he and does, I think he does agree. Psychics. He doesn't get another decent one until Ghostbusters. He's another couple of stinkers after this, so uh, yeah. Yeah. But he's it's it's as you say, Bill. It is a slow moving film. But I I kind of sometimes like comedies like that. I don't. Yes. There's comedies you need to have sometimes where it's the story first, then yeah. truly funny bits in, and now it makes a lot of sense. I didn't know that about Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, there but you if go. you watched a lot of their films, you know you watch Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy's not a laugh a minute. It's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's a, there's a story. It takes a yeah. while to get going. Yes, there's a funny bit at the start where they feed the fucking the the fucking dope into the fucking <laughs> and then the, instead of the oregano, you know, <laughs> or the oregano as we call it, you know, and everyone's stoned off their fucking hits. That's for that's probably for another podcast for another day. But the, it's mm-hmm. a kind of similar story. It takes a wee while to get going and stuff. But there's a dark side, blah blah blah, and all that. So no, that that's again what I was thinking. Funny of you saying that was. The difference between the two films that come in America and that, and I was going, there's a nice, it, it takes longer to get into the laughs, but it's still a great movie. I guess I can watch it a hundred yeah. times over. It's just a sure. nice film to watch. Yeah, I think, part of the, I think part of the reason, though, is that, and this is going to be awful to fucking say this, but I think the reason they build it up that way is because not a lot of people would have any sort of inkling at all about what that world is like. So they need to build, they need to take that time to world yeah. build and to show everybody, well, this is what rich people do, you know, which yeah. is yeah. awful to fucking say, but this is, and, and, this is like early 80s America and, you know, it's, it's fucking, it is, it's, it's, it's as plain as the nose in the face that white people fucking rule the roost here. You know, it's the beginning of that. I mean, that it is, is. The beginning. that's the beginning of Reagan's America. And I don't get all yeah. that, but it is the beginning. That's where it all started. That's where it changed. American life changed. It turned into credit cards. It was plastic. Yeah, it was all to do with money. And and Thatcher did the same. I'm not going into all that, but that's that's what the eighties. That was the eighties. That was the yeah. start of it. Greed is good. And it's, you know, yeah, sort of, it's it's all that yeah. there. And it's all, I mean, there's a, there's it's a, all white people. I mean, there's a couple of funny bits. In that. I mean, uh, there's a wee part where and I can't. What's the wee the wee uh, guy that serves some drinks in the club? Uh-huh. And and they're not tight to go. You know, here's five dollars. You know, it's your yeah. Christmas, here's your Christmas, Christmas bonus. And they never, 
And it, Don Amici, I fucking love in this movie, goes, Great. That's for me too, you know. I, half of that's <laughs> for me. For me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Morton. Thank you, Mr. Is that, <laughs> is that, the, is that the guy that is, is that G, uh, James Earl Jones' dad? It's, he is an Earl Jones. Uh, yes. Uh, he's, he's James Earl Jones' dad. That's who yeah. that is. It is going, maybe, uh, I'll, maybe I'll go to the movies by myself. <laughs> and he makes a wee face. I fucking love that. But Don Amici, man, Don Amici, that's fucking. When he's walking away, you can see him mumbling something. I think he just... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But like, Don, I, I love Don Amici. You know, Don Amici just plays. I mean, the bits that he says are so fucking wrong. Oh it's, God. It's, it's, it's like odd. Some of the stuff he says is fucking yeah. awful. Well, that, that's it. The, the the racism during this movie is very it's very casual racism and it's very much. Exciting. But it's real. Yeah, that's the difference, man. It's not it's not racism as an oh let's laugh at the funny. It's it's you're laughing at the fucking yeah. This is what it's like. This is real oh, shit. You know what I mean. White snooty yeah. bastard. Uh, yeah, that's exactly looking down their nose at these guys. And yeah, that was exactly it. So, like, it's not. It's just, well, it shows shocking's the wrong word to use, like, but like when you hear it now, that nowadays you're like, oh, geez, like, uh, yeah, a word out of place like that. But at the time, you're just going, well, there it is, you know. Yeah. It just just slips in, but it, it slips <coughs> in, and like again, it's kind of like a blazing solid thing. The jokes pointed at the fucking the white man here. Yeah, because there's a there's a couple of bits where he says, you know, <laughs> it's something I'm trying to. Is the first thing he says is when he's coming out, and they're talking about this, the the actually doing it, and he says, <laughs> yeah, about him stealing. He goes, "Of course he is. He's a Negro. Yeah, he's right? a Negro. And then it's the and it's and it's when he's in the bath, he's in the shower singing." Yeah, they're musical people. Very musical, aren't they? And it's just so fucking. It's just so wrong. It's so much. Just for the for the sake of the podcast, we're not condoning any of this. By the way, that's what we're. Yeah, we're we're. That's what we're trying to say. This is a different time. It's almost forty years since this film was made. Yeah, and can I just actually? I watched it on Now TV. I sent you the picture earlier. Yes, and. When you select the film, it comes up with this message on Now TV. This film has outdated attitudes, language, and cultural depictions, which may cause offence today. Mm. So well, you're actually getting warnings now about you're getting warnings, but I think that's wrong warnings because I tell you what, there's people in the same position will think the same fucking things. They may not say it openly. But by God, they'll think it. So don't, you know, you can give me that shit, you know, that they say. But that's, you know, and that's that's what I'm getting at. What we're getting at is that, as you say, Bill, it's the fucking racism. It just shows you it's, we're better than everyone else. Yeah. You know, and it's especially, yeah. you know, you know it, it's, it's throughout the film, but it's... It, it, is. it is. But it's still shocking, but it, you know. It's like, yeah. uh, well, this is so fucking awful. You know, it's, this is bad. Yeah. But, you know, it, it does play into the story of the treatment. So, you know, there is a... We haven't got to the switcheroo yet. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, what happens is that uh, Winthorpe's leaving the the club. Billy Ray is walking away from the police. The two collide. 
there's an accident, the fall over. Billy Ray tries to hand back Winthorpe's briefcase. Winthorpe shouts, thief, thief, thief. And a chase ensues through the building. The chase itself of Eddie Murphy getting chased by all these cops. It's fucking slapstick. It's pure comedy. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's like he's jumping over people. He's jumping around people. He's going under the table and all these cops are just fucking flat footed. <laughs> they can't seem to catch him, but then he comes out of the end and it's just about seven or eight fucking handguns right in his head. Right. It was, it was, like, there's a social message right there. An absolute yeah. fucking of what's going on in the world today. <laughs> it's just all these fucking handguns, just out, just about seven or eight of them right on his head, and that's him fucking shoveled off, yeah. arrested. He's trying to explain. I was trying to hand the briefcase back to him. Like he's yeah. like, I don't, I don't caught up in this shit. Winthorpe's and, just a sniveling prick. Oh, he's yeah, such an asshole in this moment. He is. He has the opportunity to be a nice guy, and he's not. He's like, oh, I, an officer. I fully intend to press full charges against this man. And he's later, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then later, and then later on, you know, he's in. He's having dinner with, uh, you know. The fiance, you know, and, and as she's going, oh, and you and you fought them all single handedly. There's just a wee cut the fucking Daniel Malliot going, I like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the fact when all the guns are pointed at Billy Ray's head, and he just goes, "Is there a problem, officers?" <laughs> Brilliant. It's, it's where the it's where the Duke brothers have their kind of idea. Because they're yep. kind of bickering all morning about, uh, well, what is it about genetics or upbringing? The, the two of them have two different fucking ideas. It's yeah. one across. Basically, uh, one of them, R Randolph is reading a scientific magazine that talks yeah. about genetics. Because uh, he's saying yeah. it's environment, and then he's, yeah, and he's saying, yeah, it's like racehorses. It's yeah. in the blood, you know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. It's the whole nature versus nurture argument that yeah. we're seeing. And so they've been sort of thinking about this and bickering about this all morning. So they decide to conduct an experiment. And it's a bet, I think, it, which for, for later on in the movie, we find out what... Yeah, the usual yeah. amount of money, which we will talk about later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's basically where the idea comes from. I think... Um, I think I think the big the pick Winthorpe because he's we but uh, he's obviously very full of himself, but uh, he like kind of course cracks them on on a day that morning, and yes. uh, Don he's not too happy about it. Like he's like right smart ass like so then I think that's why Winthorpe's like top of the top of the list for them to fuck over. Like yeah, there's a couple of reasons there that they they sort of they built in the built into the story a couple of reasons why he is picked. There's mm -hmm. a he was in the vicinity at the time. He's the one that is attacked or supposedly attacked by Billy Ray. But you're yeah. right. There's the whole, the whole thing about the pork bellies. I have a good feeling about pork bellies this morning. <laughs> um, there's that. And then there's the third bit where it's like about the payroll. Yes. Asking, yeah. asking about the 50 grand that's yeah. being paid. The client speaks. Client speaks, yeah. So that's put him on the radar. And that's... that's Definitely. 
That's it. And so then, obviously, they got their fucking perfect foil here, and Eddie Murphy going, oh, well, here we go. What about we stick this by in his position? And what would happen to Winthorpe if we stripped everything away from him? Not just get him sacked. What if we, we froze his assets? No money, no house, no fucking fiance, no nothing. What would happen to him, like? Yeah. So, well, let's see. The coolest fucking game you could ever play on somebody, like, and then boys are just fucking about on a bat. <clears throat> and that, the thing you, you find, like, and it's another one really good thing to do, and yes, you do find this a lot with people. The two brothers, you get what you see with, um, with, Rand, there's no Mortimer, mm. Don Amici, he's, He's, you get what he say. He'll say stuff, and he comes across as nasty. But actually, the most evilest out of the two is probably Randolph. <laughs> he, do you know when you you've watched it at the very? I'm going, I'm jumping ahead, but out of the two of them, he's actually, and, and you find out a lot of people. You know, the one that's playing the nice guy is actually usually the fucking worst of the two. And it turns <laughs> out that's the way it is. You know, he's pushing him and playing with him, like yeah, man, all this shit. It's putting the arm around him and not come along. I'm, I'm like your old grandpa kind of thing, do you know what I mean? But he's actually an old bastard. He's the worst out of the lot. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Scum. So, so as soon as they put their, their game in place, then Addy Murphy's in prison. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's saying it. Great. <laughs> I'm a credit <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up these five or six cops. All done on myself. Uh, Bruce Lee was my teacher. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. is it? He, he punched him at a pint of blood. A whole pint of blood came out of him. And <laughs> you know, all the, he does all the actions and the moves and the signs. And he goes, "I call that the qu- quarter body blood <laughs> or something uh, like that." He goes, yeah. "Do that quarter the whole body or whole blood comes out of their body." Quarter pint. Quarter pint. <laughs> quarter pint of blood. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's it's the other two boys and the you know the two big the two big fellas aren't taking any of his shit like Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey man, I thought you said you did Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, back up every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that line that I said in the last podcast about you don't want to be a <laughs> turkey this close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm turkey. <laughs> you know, you know them two. If you can, one has got IMDb there. Look up them two boys because one of the names of one of them is Big Black Man or something. That's what it is. I was I was about to say that it's it's <laughs> and the other one's real funny. It's just Big Black Man and somebody else. Big Barry White, that motherfucker, as he calls him. <laughs> <laughs> then the pill and pop up again in the bar. Ah, oh, it's uh, brilliant, yeah. Because uh, at that point, that's, that's when he gets released. He's put out bail because he's called. <laughs> that's it. He gets out Cell number six on the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he says, yeah, what are you, ignorant? <laughs> and that's uh, Chirana, isn't it? Please switch. <laughs> oh, I love it. And that's where he gets brought to the. He gets brought. That's when they, they set the car and he starts stealing everything in the car. <laughs> and all it's, the... how they, it's how they call him over. It's like Mr. Valentine, they call him over. And Don Amici's sitting there with 
bottle of whiskey? And he just goes, whiskey. All you drink. It's like, that's what they like. He's trying to call a cat. Puss, puss, puss. Fucking funny, like. Oh. They give Addy the whole fucking setup, like, we're going to give you this, that, and the all. And like, this for the driver, as a black guy, so Addy Moore's like, Excuse me a minute. He's good word. I'll say this all legit. He's all yep. <laughs> just gives him a nod about saying all. Thank you, brother. You've been very helpful. <laughs> he <laughs> thinks they're gay. He thinks they're gay. And I'll not say the word he uses. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's, that's later on. Uh, but then he says at the start as well. He's like, because yeah, then later on he goes, I knew it. That's right. <laughs> so he goes, <laughs> uh, he's basically the the black limo driver, like. And then by trying to fuck me, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ron Taylor played big black guy, yep, <laughs> and James D. Turner played even bigger black guy. Yeah, before or after this, saying that they're. Decide to do the, the fuck over of Winthorpe, like I think they go to the house, go to the house, yeah, with Addie Murphy now, don't they? Yeah, and while they're doing that, isn't that mm-hmm. sorry? While yeah. they're doing that, um, that's that they do that where they take him to the house, and that's where he starts, to, that's where he drops the face. Yeah. Oh, this is Billy Ray's face. I can throw it around and he, he smashes the vase. And he's like, oh, don't worry. You made us, you know, a quarter of a million dollars. You want, do you want me to break something else? He's like, no. No. <laughs> that's it. He's like, he goes in here. Eddie Murphy's like, that's a prop vase. It's like, that's, you know, probably found out at like a thrift store. And they're like, oh, I'm pretty sure it cost about 35000 And then he goes, <laughs> yeah, I I know that. on the insurance. I'll get 50,000. See, he's already making us money. So he's, he's made already 15 grand by dropping the fucking expenses. And, and as we said, that's where he takes him up for the jacuzzi. He says, Jacuzzi, sir. And he goes, I knew it. I knew what it was worth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where he's like, he says, The other day, hey, you ain't jacuzzi me nothing. <laughs> and he's like, And he turns and he goes, Whoa, say, <laughs> we had to get bubbles in the bath. We had to fart in the tub. <laughs> He's all bubbles. <laughs> so they've got like, uh, back at the, uh, the fucking gentleman's club or the, the Duke and Duke place. Uh, basically set up a thing with Lawrence Bakes to bring everybody into the room and say we put uh, this money, I can't remember how, the amount of the money it was, in, in a pocket and a coat no. in the exchange room. It was uh, marked with red axes and somebody's lifted it. Like, so through everybody's shit and there it is and fucking Dan Aykroyd stuff so yep. they've, they've yeah. framed that he, he's a thief and then not only that he had uh, or was it, is it here or when, it, when they bring him to jail that he is the, it's, the PCP it's spot? jail because uh, first of all they take him and basically um, he's he's it's uh, it, it must be the arrest it must be this the He's basically told to strip in front of all the other people. And he's like, no, no, no. And it's when the big guy gets up and says, strip you little shit or rip you a new asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant. And he's like, did you all hear that? 
this man is threatening me. And then that's the next <laughs> next time you see him, he's fucking beat the shit. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, Oz. he's with Frank Oz, and basically they're going yeah. through his clothes because they've obviously yeah. sabotaged his clothes when they told him the strip. So then they find the uh, angel dust PCP in there and stuff. So that's like a mandatory, like 20 year fucking stretch or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's, that's him basically then in the clinic. Frank Yeah. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, man. It's Miss Piggy talking to him. Just yeah, do that. The frog. <laughs> hey, it's Kermit the Frog. It's Kermit the Frog. Uh, yeah. Frank Oz, he pretty much plays the same character in the Blues Brothers. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's correct. Same cop, and possibly. Another way you note, uh, Winthorpe's uh, prison prison number in this it was the exact same prison number used for Jack Blues. That's right. Brilliant. Yep. Pretty, that's right. Undeserly. Yep. There's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a just talking about that bit where he comes out, where it's there, it's your woman sitting with all the people, and there's she's getting the, the perfume spray, and it's the guy just sits beside her, and, put, and he just grabs the guy and throws him the fuck out oh. of the road. He's sleeping. He's like, "Is that your purse?" She's like, "Yeah, it's a really nice purse." I just, and I love that. I fucking I love, love it, but I love the part. I love Adam. Where Dan Ackery comes out and then he starts going, Those men wanted to have sex with me. They bent me over. <laughs> they want to bend us and he starts explaining it. When he's when he's actually in the cell, all his clothes are gone because everybody else is wearing his clothes. It's like from <laughs> 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 the, the David Brent uh, hand uh, gesture there. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, Basic anytime. Sorry, go Jones. No, I was going to say anytime Aiden, Army of Aiden gets drunk, he'll sit beside you and he'll do that. Is that your purse? He just does that round thing. Like, just sit beside you, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's where we start to see uh, Clarence Biggs doing his work. I wanted to speak about Clarence Biggs because he fucking he plays a great bad guy in that movie. There's a, there's a cracking scene where he's on the phone, oh, that's uh, and he's talking on the phone, and the woman said he just holds the phone and goes "fuck off." <laughs> 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 I love it. It's fucking brilliant. It's a bit later on, but. You know, he just—he's a fucking brilliant bad guy in this movie because yeah. he was—he's the—he's the teacher in fucking Breakfast Club, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. You get the horns. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I think it. I think this guy has always played a villain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> character. He's just, he just one of them faces, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, yeah, that's, that's a brilliant wee bit as well, where um, he gets he gets the prostitute um, Ophelia to uh, proposition basically the proposition and uh, try to score drugs off Winthorpe at the steps in front of his fiance, um, yeah. and it's all under the premise or the guise of here's hundred bucks. My mate would have a really bit bit of crack with this. Here you go, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. she does it with absolute fucking aplomb. Um, yeah. 
absolutely, you know, gagging for a fix, willing to do anything. The fiance yeah. is absolutely because there's a moment where you're given a wee moment where you think the fiance is actually going to stay yeah. with Wynn. Even after all the allegations, you know, he pleads his innocence. And it's just that wee brilliant look on her face that goes, Yeah, okay. And they go in for the kiss. That's when Jamie Lee Curtis does her bit, like, and it's fucking brilliant. He's great in in this movie. He is absolutely great in this movie. I was actually uh, reading that they were, they took a chance on her as well, this, because Jamie Lee Curtis was kind of known as like a. Not a Bay, Bay movie, like, but a horror Halloween. You know, it's yeah, you know, it's they, yeah, she they basically had to do a lot of convincing to give her yeah. the role. Uh, uh, comedy, and uh, yeah, she steps in here absolutely well. She's fucking believable, she's lovable, and obviously looking fantastic. Probably the best body on screen you've ever seen in your fucking life, by the way. Yep. She's amazing. I mean, that's two things I've ever seen her, and I, I, I know that's, that this is going to come across as perving. It's not, but the two things she looked absolutely amazing in was that, and then there was True Lies when she does oh, the script scene in True Lies. Oh my god! Uh, holy yes. good god! Yep, and this the end of <gasps> plastic surgery or something kind of in this woman. Uh, no, not fucking no, all real. Yeah. But uh, no, the thing about her, she, like she, she's so fucking. Uh, like she's so believable in this role here too. Like she's obviously prostituting the say, but takes takes a kind of a pity on Winthorpe. Uh, he says he's fucking got money and stuff. Says right, well tell you what, you can come and live with me until you get back on your feet. But I want fucking five figures when you're shorted, and that's the deal. Yeah, because it, it's almost like a, a marriage of convenience. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 but you know, then that's where the story builds. But that's what it is. Yeah. It's basically right. Well, I'm going to help you out here, but. You know, it's an it's an investment because yeah. basically Winthorpe tries to get back to the house. Uh, Denham Elliott wants nothing to do with him, doesn't even uh, acknowledge him. Yeah, um, tries to get money out of the bank. All the accounts are done, mm-hmm. um, so he's basically stuck. So she takes him in, and there's that lovely wee bit of the car ride where she, they're in the taxi going one way. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Billy Ray and Billy Ray's in the limo. With Anna Elliott, and yeah. they're going the other way, and they're just they lock eyes for the first time. And it's just that's my car, <laughs> that's my car. But Teddy Murphy goes, That's the mother, f- that's the fellow that uh... <laughs> that's the gentleman who stole it. But yeah, it's it... sorry, Cox. No, I was just going to say, so that's like basically Donald Age realized, right? Well, I have no money here. And uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis is like, well, you're living here. Food costs money, rent costs money. So fucking sort it out, like. And uh, she tells him, like, yeah, I'm a hooker and stuff like this, but I fucking 42 grand in the bank. I've got tea bills and what this, that, and the other says, basically trying to work my way out of here, get the fuck out of this place, like, but, uh, so, yes. As That's her he goes, you're a prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> so, just basically nice. says, like, sort your shit out, pay me, and, you know, both going oh. well, you know. Aye, she goes, like, 42 grand in the bank, and I'm thinking another three years on my back, and then that's me sorted <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> And that's where she takes the uh, top off, and that's the best cameo in the film. But it's a uh, <laughs> <Have> mercy. 
And uh, she carries it out. That's where she says, uh, it's not the only thing that comes you you gotta pay for here, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Nice full. And then that, uh, the, the, we we're talking about this last week and on the or two weeks ago in the last podcast is where he Billy we called the Billy Ray where he, he goes into the office and they start talking to him about being a broker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before we get there, we forgot about the bar. <laughs> forgot about the bar. Oh shit, is that before oh yeah it is. Sorry, uh, my, bad, my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, my bar, Billy, Billy Ray in the bar. You, the bartenders says, you've a lot of nerve to show your face around here. <laughs> here's your 14 measly bucks. <laughs> and here's yeah. all his, he just throwing the money around, all the people, and those, the two big black fellas are there, and they're ready to beat him up and stuff. And yeah. he's like, well, what my you- limo's just out the front, and out the go, have a look, and there's Coleman standing with a limo. <laughs> and just drinks all around and they take the party back to the house and it's it's fucking hilarious back at the house man oh man uh, for me for me it's got sylvester playing yeah fucking i'm happy as fuck <laughs> yeah but the, the first literally one of the first things we have the guy that's gonna puke and he, he's like <laughs> wide-eyed, wide-eyed holding his mouth and nose and billy races the toilets over there and the guy just turns and goes up the stairs <laughs> He's like, down there! The door is down there! Downstairs, and he goes upstairs. Yeah. I always laugh. I always laugh at that. Fucking I was funny watching that earlier. There's a part as well. There's a part where he goes into the bedroom, and your woman's saying, going, I've been waiting for you, Billy Ray, and she's got her boobs hanging. And he's like, put your top back on. But it's when he comes downstairs, and the, the, the two dirt girls, there's, they've took their top off and they're dancing, and there's a guy in the corner, he's like, that day is my daughter. <laughs> she was like so proud of her. <laughs> Coleman's in the middle with the standard with the hors d'oeuvres. Just he's, he's having the ball. He's he's sneaking drinks, and fucking just watching all. He's loving he's it. Not before, like he's always been, you know, fucking working, you know, with Winthorpe, like just bringing him shit all the time. Never sees any, anything like this, especially at a party like this where people are getting their titties out. He's like, Who, yeah. he Who left the coals on my floor? <laughs> no. It's five nuts on the floor. Who left the coals on my floor? But then it's sort of, he just, it's, it's the cracking bit where he just turns the music off and goes, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> I, and then the, black, the big black boys are going like, that was a good dawn gone. He's like, yeah, yeah, moving on. That was <laughs> a stone groove, my man. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but it's the wee woman at the end who, who I think's one of the neighbors. <laughs> at the very end, all the people are left in coach, and then there's this like white woman with the hair. And she's like, thank you. And the guy's like, the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. I presume that's some sort of in joke that American people would have got in the eighties. I don't know if it was in joke or it was something to do that she was a neighbor. I I, I always thought it was a neighbor. Do you know right, 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 in the area? Right, so that's right. why I I've always took it as that. You know, it's like she's went, oh, there's a party. I'm going to party with all these people. It's just so out of place. Well, he does say after he kicks everybody out and keep the noise down out there. I've got neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but uh, uh, so yeah, finding the uh, Billy Ray is starting to take his whole new life very, very seriously. Mm. Yeah, he, he's respecting the, the the this is my house. I'm, I'm, like I'm loving the clothes, the fucking house, the money, 
the job. He's starting to get into this like he's been very serious. Whereas uh, old fucking Winthorpe on the other hand starting to uh, kind of lose it a little bit. He loses his shit. <laughs> that actually happens, you guys. I'll have a quick look back. That actually happens before uh, your man gets out of jail. Your man's in jail when this is all happening. So we've kind of yeah. mixed the bits, right? He's in jail. And then it cuts after that, but it cuts to him in jail where he gets out and your woman sticks up on him and, you know, yeah. all that shit. I so it's that that. Car, it must be that car ride then yeah. on, the way to, on the way to the bank or Ophelia's. And then that's when Winthorpe or when Billy Ray's going to work for the first that, time. That's where I got them going to work thing. That's where I've got that part. So that, there you go. Anyway, so I so we're, he's at work now. So we've kind of covered that. He's now at work. And that's the what we were talking about the old the old look the camera moment and that scene yeah. is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Love it. With the, the, BLT. the BLT sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon, lettuce, potato, and then he just. And these are pork rinds. These are pork. These are pork bellies. Where you get bacon, like you would have in a bacon and a lettuce tomato sandwich. He just goes, just the look to the screen, fucking it's brilliant. And they're like, do you know what that is? <laughs> That's what he goes. You guys are a bunch of bookies, aren't you? He's <laughs> a couple of bookies, he aren't you? Like, yeah. He, yeah. Well, he he's it shows he's, he's you know he's sharp as a tactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's funny, like whenever they they've got all the stuff laid out, he they're like, take a seat, and he goes, "I'm okay, fellas. I, I had breakfast already." Because <laughs> 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 it looks like a breakfast with the orange juice and the pork belly and. <laughs> but this is also the this is also the time for his first test where they're talking about the the, yeah. the pork bellies again. It, it's again with the pork bellies, and basically Billy Ray sort of he sort of understands what's going on, and he's saying, "Look, I would wait until wait until sixty four, wait till they drop to sixty four, and then buy or sell yeah. or whatever it is." All right, so the boys are saying, "What? Why? Why is like Donna Mates? He's like, "Fuck that." But then yeah. Ralph told me, he's like, oh, what, what do you say? why do you say that? He's like, it's Christmas month. Like, People are fucking uptight this time of year. So he, he calls it right and yeah. saves them or makes them so many fucking millions or hundreds of thousands. He has to correct himself, Cax, doesn't he, as well? He's Hi. like, so a guy goes to work and if he's not getting the money, his girlfriend's not going to fuck. I mean, he's not going <laughs> to make love to him. <laughs> no. Then the <laughs> testimony, you know, don't they, when they leave the room, they drop like a wad of money. Uh, that's yes. Don Amici's, Don Amici's character does that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. money. So it's a test him to see, right, about this by pockets this. But, you know, he does the right thing. He follows them out and goes, gentlemen, you just dropped this. So uh, they're like, ah, you see that? So it tests his character. Don Amici, he throws the money to Don Amici and he... He fumbles it like three times and then yeah. grabs it. That was that was obviously a complete mistake. It but was, well, it was, it was. But they kept yeah, it in. In character. I love stuff like that though. That makes it real, yeah. you know, kind of real. It takes the real bit. And then so that ends after that, but it then cuts to the uh Constance Fry. <laughs> Constance Fry. Uh. Anytime I, I didn't know the words one. <laughs> Enter spring. Winning or fall. Go on, yeah. Cags. Put the bass in there, son. That's where your bass comes in. Spring or fall. Muffy's riding Johnny <laughs> Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. 
Did you know one of them one of them chicks that they're singing to is Jimmy Lee Curtis's sister? That's right. There you go. That's right. Muffy. Never got it's the one that plays Muffy. Muffy. Muffy by the bathroom. Oh. Yep. <laughs> but see yep. them bases the way they're sitting there with their pipes and their fucking uh, cricket jumpers around their necks and all the bunch of preppy bastards, man. <laughs> preppy <laughs> bastards. I swear to God, man, I remember seeing this movie as a kid and I, I hated those guys when I was a kid watching them. Yep. That's <laughs> <awesome. laughs> It's it's just the way they're all talking to each other and they're singing. Yeah, it's the poopums, it's the poopums and all that shit. It's it's yeah, they're they're just motherfuckers. And then uh, Lewis comes in with a dress like, like <laughs> what the fuck is he dressed like? Dressed like a pimp. <laughs> oh, is it before this? Sorry, I think we've, I think we've skipped over the bit where he actually when he was trying. Is it before this or after this where he's trying to pawn the watch? It's after it. Is it after it's after because it? this is where he comes to ask for money. Yes, he's like, I need, I need money here, you know. And it's there, like that. Well, you know, quite frankly, uh, I think it's rather embarrassing for you to turn up like that, you know. And uh, none of us, you know, want and then you. like the thank you, Tom. Yeah, and yeah. also stays then. But so that's it. They've took away the house, froze his assets, got rid of his fiance, and they've got rid of his mates. So he that's the whole fucking. Tri- or not trifactor, the quad factor, if that's a word. They've chopped them completely. Like the, so he's it's fucked. basically saying, Cax, in America, if you don't have money or fucking, <laughs> you don't have the status, the money or yeah. anything, you're fucking nobody. You and it, it'll go just like that, you know. Yeah. And yes, this is where he meets Boo Deadly next in the, <laughs> uh, On the watch. with the watch. And he's like, damn, that's so hot, that burn my fingers. <laughs> 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 Are you saying this is stolen? <laughs> He's all like, Philly, it's 50 bucks. He's all like, Yeah. This tells, tells, uh, tells like uh, six different zones. He's all in Rome, Milan, uh, Paris, start. But uh, was the funny thing about it, I was saying the trivia was like, they're all the one time zone. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Brand, well, 50 bucks. <laughs> so it's like it was a watch or something. He's, he's taking 50 bucks for it. Like, that's how bad things are for him. Yeah. And then he counted out and he goes, how much for the gun? <laughs> <laughs> and your man just like, I love the look he gives him. Yeah, it's the, the fuck look. It's like, oh, brilliant. So clearly he, he <laughs> instead of taking the money, he takes the gun. Yeah. Yeah. So he has the gun. So he and has then, Fitting to do some bad business, you know. And then he's walking in the rain. This is where he's walking. I love this. I'm actually watching a bit of this here. Oh, is yeah. I put it back where your man's in the. He's in telling the jokes with your woman. The yeah, by about the S cargo, the oh, fucking awful right. snail joke. And your man says, "What do you think about this?" And the whole fucking restaurant turns <laughs> to look at Billy Ray. And then doesn't he make a joke about his girlfriend? He's like, judging by the size of the gir- your girlfriend's necklace, you're going to need to make as much money as possible. Yeah, and yeah. the whole place goes silent. You're like, oh, fuck. And then your man stands outside the window watching them. <laughs> and then they all fucking burst out laughing. And he's like, oh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but Don Lagre plays that so well. He looks totally it's so good. It's, is that the part, I think the part, Adam, is it where he has the gun? 
Do you know what he's, he's pulled? He's trying to the gun. It starts pissing no, 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 no. That's no. later. Later in the Santa Sun. That is later. Um, that is later. But yeah, I was I was looking on IMDb. I didn't really see any reference to it. But see the blonde girl that's sure. at the table. That's she was the same blonde girl from the start of Ghostbusters. Yes. Well, I no. think she is. With the it baby. is. The I one think that she is. No, that's not. I that's think it is. I'm gonna look myself, man. But I, she's definitely been in something before. I've seen, you've seen her a couple of these movies. And... I, I thought it was her. Now I checked on IMDb and it doesn't have her down as that, but I don't know why. Hmm. What's Je her ne name? Sais quoi. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I like. <clears throat> is she? She is she with somebody in that? Same. Well, she's the girlfriend of the the guy beard. that owns the uh, the beardy guy. Mm, the beardy right. guy is the guy that runs the uh, he runs the um, stock exchange in the yeah, yeah, yeah. in the World Trade Center. Yeah, Aye, she yeah. whispered something to Billy Ray. Like, Aye, it's yeah, she, she she sort of basically saying to him, "You fancy it?" Yeah, I yeah. think is basically the the gist of it. Dirty bitch. Dirty bitch. <laughs> it might not be the same actress, but it does. But look she's like been in some. She looks very like her, man. I... Yeah. Now, the actress that they've got in that is Jennifer Runyon mm. in Ghostbusters. Now, I don't know if it's the uh, same person, but I'm going to have a look. Look, look yeah. down her lists of. But crap. see, it's, she's not there on yeah, that. I, so, I don't think it's her. I don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Shut your mouth. I don't think it is. I don't think it is, man. But she's in something she else. She's definitely, like she's, she's definitely in something else. I can't think of what that is now. There we go. Muffy. I think, well, I think maybe it was that the, the girl that was doing the wavy lines thing with Bill Murray and Ghostbusters was meant to do this role here in the restaurant, but she traded places... <laughs> oh fuck me! He's gonna do that joke all day. <laughs> that is shocking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! jokes. <laughs> yeah, can you trade them for something funny? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were trading. Them two girls were trading faces. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. So it is. I'm changing the fucking subject. So at this point, Ford gets to Kyle because he got caught in the rain. Yeah. Right, and yep. he reads in the paper that that uh, that basically Billy Ray's a fucking whiz, and that's where he, he goes. I fucking. Do something to him. He's the best, <laughs> best, like a junior manager or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like so he, he's like, hang on, and that's where basically it then cuts to him. Baby, you just I have over, not. You skipped over the vitalness that he went Thorpe uh, is back in bed with a card in the second floor, whatever. And Jamie Lee Cordes gets in a little bit begging with him. She does, yeah. she does, she does, she does. But I was trying not to perv too much, Cax, you know what I mean? But, uh, but that's uh, where she tells uh, your guy, turns up the door and he goes, 
it's Saturday night. Here's Johnny. And she's like, no, nah, mate, take your flowers and fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and he's standing there. Do you know what? It's that poor bastard standing there. She probably closed the door and his heart on because he's, <laughs> he thought he was getting a bit of action. He had, a, he had all his dollars ready to, to put behind the clock, as to say, back in, back in the day. And he wasn't getting any. So you know, we had to go. Well, it's here though, uh, like where he's in bed and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much, Ophelia." And she's like, "I'm just protecting my investment." But it's here you can start to see that she's starting to have feelings for him, like, yeah. you know, yeah. vice versa, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, if she I, was lying behind you with her breast pressed against your back, you, you'd probably feel something too, Pcacks. I'm sure. That's just he, he won't. Be, he wouldn't have been rolling out of bed. There'd be something stopping him. You just see the sheep raising. <laughs> it's not the only thing that was going up was his temperature. <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey. so like, like I said, he uh, he reads the paper, say, or she basically tells him, it's the next morning, but she comes in and says, look, it's Christmas, I'm going to make an ace dinner. I want you to fucking, like, you're still got a temperature, stay in bed, chill out, read your paper, and I'm going to go out and do a bit of shopping. And that's where he spays Eddie Murphy in the paper. He's like, right, what's fucking it? So he's had it. He's, he's about to Just go. Just like that. The officer lead aids. <laughs> and that's where he, he this is one of the, it's where he's the, the old, the Santa, and he's just pissed. Is he still, he's starting to get pissed as he is. He's already there. To be honest I, with you, I mean, he's swiping everything around him. I mean, he smuggles <laughs> smuggles this big fucking thing of salmon, salmon, and this yeah. suit. <laughs> <laughs> slices and of roast potatoes, potatoes, roast potatoes, and all. It's crazy. They basically went into Duke, Duke and Duke to fucking uh, try and do what they did to him to Addy Murphy. But Addy Murphy's working at this Christmas party, and he's yeah. going through checks and finds a check for Clarence Beaks. And he's like, what the fuck is this? So he goes out and questions the Duke boys about it. And they're like, oh, uh, he's a, uh, don't worry about that. He was here before your, before your time. Don't worry about that. He's doing special research for us. So then uh, they say, look, go have a drink. Enjoy yourself. Uh, so that's when Dan Aykroyd slips in there. as a Winthorpe then to put a slew of drugs into Addy Murphy's drawer on his, on his desk. They's all... Uh, he shouts for the boys to come in basically look look I've, I've caught him red handed <laughs> and, uh, was it? and then and, uh, <laughs> it's not that then that's the part where they come in and then it's like I know basically he's like Jesus what's happened to you and that's when they realise fuck your man's won the bet do you know that's that's the yeah, point yeah. where they realise he lost it, yeah. Fuck it has. It is true what you said. You know, it's, it is. It's it's the environment you're in. Yeah. It's you know, because... Yeah. Yep. And basically, Winthorpe pulls the gun and escapes. Yeah. There's a cr- and then that's, that's where Eddie Murphy's taking all the shit out of the drawer and then he sticks the wee, couple of wee joints in this, <laughs> this pocket for himself there. But he's like... <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the, the knowing looks between the Duke boys here where they're like, Daddy Murphy, well, this man's down on his luck. He's like, he's got nothing. Daddy Murphy's like, you can't, yeah. be, you can't be too, uh, you have to be hard on people like this. He's like, I know, I know what they like, believe me. And that's where they give themselves the luck going, right? Time to get rid of this boy. 
<laughs> There's a lovely little crack on part where he lifts the phone up. He's like, it's preposterous. I'm on the phone. Hello, security. And your man lives out. There's like a bit of beef in his hand. <laughs> he's like, lifts the gun. He goes, hello, security. Merry Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, is it this part? Is the next part? Is, is him and the bus or is it when your man finds out? No, it's about, the uh, it's the bathroom. It's we go into the bathroom now with Eddie Murphy smoking the joint. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's where a really fucking bad. This is where you see the true colors of the other brother. You know, yeah, yep. yeah. you know where he, he really does say it fucking really with a lot of a lot of venom. Yeah, he's like, do you think do you think we'd ever let a N word run this company? He's like, yeah. So that's where Eddie Murphy's like, what the fuck? So, uh, so yeah. Up of the toilet, they check underneath. You can't see anybody's feet. <laughs> and he's got a joint in his mouth and it's burning the fucking tongue of him. They're in there alone. That's where Billy Ray sees them make their deal for the dollar. Yep. Like, right? One yeah, dollar. one dollar. One dollar. Ruined the man's life for a dollar. Yep. So then he runs after uh, Winthorpe to try and get him, tell him to crack. And by this stage, or one Thorpe is a bit worse for a word. I love it. He's just, I love <laughs> when, he, when he shouts Winthorpe down the hall, and he just turns and goes, and fucks off through the door. It's, it's very Bill Taylor. It reminded me of you, Taylor. <laughs> you know, Taylor has a few no, drinks. It's, it's, the next bit, it's the next bit where he's, where he's eating the, the fucking fuck salmon through the beard. <laughs> have you ever had like not don't say free a beer, but have you ever sat where you've been so drunk and you do have your head down kind of low? Up through the paper and the packaging. Yes. My worst moment is seen Jones in a college pay and live nothing, not even rapper and her fucking cardboard and all that was in. Right in the fridge, not even cooked. Right. I've had a block of cheese before when I was drunk. Just fighting. <laughs> I remember being in New York and doing that, and it was, it was like a hot dog or something, and I was absolutely pissed. And I was eating it, and I it, it just, I think the sausage fell out of the fucking bop at one point. I was eating it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was My ma told me one time I was trying to eat a bowl of cocoa puffs in a park. <laughs> oh fuck Good Lord. so we've been there we've all been there you know apart from what he's eating that bad I don't know if any he's doing this when he's eating that and the beards in his mouth do you not go that? Uh, <laughs> it's the fact that he rips he rips the fucking beard yeah and, and keeps eating it oh so not <laughs> you can picture him spit taking after that once once oh. they go just go, uh, like, that shit out. Yeah, so Winthorpe's on the bus and Billy Ray is giving chase in the taxi. Mm. Um and so Winthorpe gets out of the bus and he's 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 on the street where he's living. And this is where he's just standing there as soon as he gets off the bus and the dog pisses on his leg. The it starts raining. Yeah, yeah, it starts raining. Is it the dog pisses first, then it rains? And then he decides to kill himself with the gun, but the gun misfires and doesn't go off. So he fucks the gun away, and you can hear the gun falling and firing. <laughs> <laughs> but 
which I thought was just a brilliant touch. It's like, no, you can't even kill yourself, right? This is how, yeah. this is how low you fucking yeah. fall in. If you're not getting out less easy, son. No, <laughs> All that. He gets back to Ophelia's place. Back to Ophelia's place. Billy Ray has given chase and finds him. And this is where Winthorpe is taking a shitload of pills to try and kill himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But oh, Billy Ray got there in, in time, like. And then they yeah. got the doctor um, saved him. Doctor yeah. saved him, so he'll be alright. Um, and then he's he sleeping. Yeah, because they've, they've actually moved him to his old house. Yeah. And he follows yeah. the dream. And it, Winthorpe wakes up and he thinks it's all a dream. I mean, yeah. it's just that horrible Negro just did this. <laughs> yeah. And he just looks, and there's Eddie Murphy looking really fucking, hey, like, <laughs> he just a pen, right? With a it was the jokes, it was the jokes. <laughs> he just springs up out of bed, like, and fucking strangles. It's just brilliant, like. Yeah. Uh, so and that's it, when the real is. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole sort of the whole sordid plan comes together that the the Dukes have paid Clarence Beeks, who is in charge of deliver his security firm is in charge of delivering this report that's going to predict the the output of uh, frozen concentrated orange juice or the output yeah. of orange in America, which will actually help and you know influence. The whole stock price of frozen concentrated orange juice. Corner uh, the market, as they say. Corner the market. So the insider information. And spoiler alert, and it's not really a spoiler, but it's true. The actual plan of what they you know what they did was used to the actual financial uh I suppose the American financial ombudsman. Mm. And they they didn't really know about the loophole, but they filmed um, advised them of it, and it's now a law, and it's called the Eddie Murphy law. That's, that's, that's oh. right. correct. Yep, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. the whole thing about uh, people can't be employed with the uh, whatever the federal arm of that, um, you know, the the stock exchange for insider information, basically. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's called. It's, I don't know whether it's official or whether it's unofficially called that, but that's what the the Eddie Murphy law. And there's also there you a go. hotel in in there um, that named their restaurant. I think Winthorpe and Valentine or something. Yes, in Philadelphia <laughs> there is. Yes, that's right. There you go. So that's where the film set mostly. Um, but we're back to the house, and it just it's just a lovely lovely scene of like Winthorpe's dressed in his clothes again and he's sitting polishing the fucking shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, I was like, you just can't grind shooting motherfucker in the kneecaps. Like, <laughs> like get fat to 10 men for <laughs> So that's why he says like, you gotta fucking play this right, man. You gotta... Best the best way to hurt. Rich guys to make them purr. Look what happened to you. It's like, right. Yeah. For these... So it's, uh, I, I can't remember, because uh, I didn't get to say this bit today, how they get from here to the, the devise the plan for everybody to dress up in costumes and, and go on the train. I think it well, just they, goes straight to... They basically work out, because they see Clarence Beaks on the TV. He yeah. has the briefcase. So they're like, well, that's... It's like Billy Ray has overheard the plan in the in the bathroom, because the, the, the Dukes talked about it. 
but they also know that Clarence Beaks, because it's Ophelia that actually notices him on the TV. That's the guy that paid me to kiss you. Yes, that's what it was. So it like it all ties, it all revolves around this. And so basically, then Billy Ray listens in, and the next day in work, he listens in their phone call and gets the information of where Beaks is going. And that's where they have the plan to go yeah. to the truth. That's also the scene where he tells them to fuck off. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is absolutely fantastic. I love that. But I always laugh at that. <laughs> he it's just like, tells he looks, he looks at her twice. He looks at her twice, and then he keeps talking and says, "Hold on, fuck off," and then back to his. It's just amazing. He just goes, "Fuck off." It's it's just beautiful. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and then they're on the train, basically. So they, yeah. this is where they, they do the. Uh, Lionel Joseph and <laughs> and Inga from Sweden. Inga from Sweden. Yeah. Apparently, seen a bit of trivia on that. As that was come up as an accent as well, because Jimmy Morris genuinely could not do an Austrian accent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she could do. So they they sort of wrote it in as like a wee end joke. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. But uh, and then with, yeah, uh, which like with things being the war, the way they are at the moment, like like this, this, the movie to me plays out fine. It's not a problem, but uh, like the way like the likes of Mighty Bush and all being took off Netflix and all this, how this is flew under the radar, I don't know. Like yeah, I, I think well, Bill talked about earlier that disclaimer. I think that for any sensitive subject these days, just put the disclaimer at the start and leave yep. it up. There you go. Yeah. yeah, and if people then watch it and get offended, it's like we told you at the start. Yep, the disclaimer's there, so there you go. That's our ask. Okay. Although I have to say, in this, it's not. I think it's more justifiable. It's not yeah. really part of the, you know, it's not yeah. done out of any malice. It's because the guy Clarence Beaks knows pretty much. He knows what Winthorpe looks like. Yeah, yeah. He knows exactly. He knows him pretty intimately. Yeah. So. It's he's like, researching him like like he's, yeah. he's been watching him and surveying him like a private eye throughout this yeah. whole process. So he knows him in, in and out. Like and you know, that's he had to put on the accent, put the black face on, the wig, the glasses, the accent. Yeah. Quite, quite personally, I was I was very <laughs> offended at the uh, Coleman's Irish accent. That's fucking that's shocking. Yeah, it was bad, like <laughs> Dan <Denim> Elliot. <laughs> The hell, <laughs> you, you British bastard! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's a drunk Irish priest, and like it's all very stereotypical characters and whatnot. But uh, and then it, it cuts to the thingy as well. Cuts the the Jim Belushi bit. Uh, it shows them having the party because it's New Year's Eve and stuff like that. There. And, and Jim Belushi, the the, the ad to the kind of story is dressed as. A gorilla, yeah. Um, and then that, then it's Al Franken and your other dude come out. They're actually got a real live gorilla, which looks nothing like a well, real live gorilla, well, but well, in a cage. <laughs> and they're they're, they're kind of two idiots who are probably stoned and drunk at the same time, driving them about on the train. So there yeah. we go. Just the add the mix of this this big part because it's a massive part in the movie. Yeah. So isn't it like is it a, it's a New Year's party? Isn't it going on? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then 
Christmas on New Year's in this movie? Jesus Christ. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cover news two weeks before the, the crop the crop reports come out now for the second of it's second of January. Yes. So so it's it's based on all that there. But uh I'm just watching a wee bit here because I'm sort of flicking forward to what we're talking to and Jim Belushi is jumping out of the out of the, tr- out of the train with a balloon just going, Yeah <laughs> There's a cracker bit your man goes out, get out of the way, you fucking monkey. He goes, Monkey? I'm a fucking gorilla <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking class. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a really good wee sequence, like the wee train sequence. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's there where they, they do the old switcheroo on the brief, you know, on the briefcase, yep. get the original yeah. document and, and change it with the their manufactured document, I presume. Um, but, you know, obviously Winthorpe has to do all that on the fly in the bogs uh, yeah. before they return. And it's it's when they try to hand, when they try to smuggle the briefcase back, that uh, Beaks notices. Uh, yeah. He yeah. sort of rumbles them and takes them to the back carriage, the cargo carriage, and he. I presume he's going to fucking kill them. I don't know. It's oh, that, yeah. it's yeah. that bit really. It, it always seemed to weave a dark to me that he was just going to yeah. fucking execute four people. Um, yeah. I don't know if he was. Maybe yeah, but... he was. I'm thinking he was, because, like, otherwise they know everything about him and about all this fucking shit that's going on. So they're, they're, they know a lot of what's going down right now. So it's like, either yeah, cause it, they're going to screw me over. Mm, I because think. They, that's jail time and that's federal fucking prison kind of. Okay. They're, they're kind of the fraud, the, 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 yep. the stock exchange, you know, so. In time, yeah, he would end up in jail. So he's he fucking willing to kill him, like. Mm-hmm. Even though if you go back to one of the first times you see him in the movie, <laughs> he's he's pointing to like, is that him? The Don Aykroyd and Don Aykroyd walks past him, and they're the the fucking brothers are like, yep. just a nod. And somebody walks in front of him, and he just fucking fucks them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of trips somebody and throws them to the ground, just like fuck off, and he kind of just walks away. <laughs> mm, so he's a bit true. of a good, He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. So you get the gorilla here, then he stomps us back to the gorilla cage. Yeah. Right, well, it's it's Jim Belushi that comes in, and, <laughs> and basically, basically Jim Belushi's like he's pissed, and uh, he's like, "Come on, everybody, back to the party!" and 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 Beaks just fucking hits him with the gun, knocks him out, and the gorilla goes it's, fucked off. That's and, it, because you're not. It's actually the part where he comes in. You're getting you guys point the gun at him, and he says something along the lines of "Party's over," you know. And your guy goes, "The party's over. It's only just begun." <laughs> and he just smacks him right in the head, and the gorilla then goes, "Fuck you." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. So then that's that's the end of Beaks. Pretty much, he gets uh, they they basically tie him up. Put him in the gorilla suit and stick him in the cage with the other horny gorilla. <laughs> and then you got Al Frank and Old Corn because he's trying to tell him to take the hit, the fucking because the duct tape the fucking the head to him, and he's trying to tell him and they're going, he's trying to communicate. Where the fuck did that other one come? You know? He says, I think they're in love. I think that's where he gets it up the ass to me. Oh, he gets it in the ass, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because then guys are like, oh my god, sometimes it looks like they're really human. 
<laughs> it like sort of does a, it, it's whenever at the end of the scene they say, your man says yeah um that that one's obviously horny or something that's the alpha or whatever <laughs> and it does like a wee freeze a freeze frame of beaks in the mask with his eyes wide it's like Ooh! so you know exactly what's going on yeah disgusting and then, after that bit, that's where the old switcheroo happens in the car park, isn't it? Yeah. The, they, they give them the, the, the fake crop reports. And we're off to the races, boys. Yeah, we're in the World Trade Center. Yep. So, uh, basically, uh, Ophelia and Colburn say goodbye to Winthorpe and Billy Ray. And these guys are heading off to the, the fucking stock exchange to do their business. And, uh, that's it. So it's on the floor. Yep. On, uh all the fucking stock guys running around on the floor with these guys just Winthorpe or on, on Billy Ray just Winthorpe and Valentine just take their time, stroll out on the floor, whenever they're just ready for their moment and bang, they start making the deals. So the fucking Duke boys are losing money hand over fist here. They're gonna get ruined. See, that's always it, confused it, me. What way was it the way I sort of understood what was happening was that the the Dukes were trying I suppose they were trying to buy they were trying to buy as much stuff as they could at that price at the low price the, at the low price and the price was rising so they were buying low and what they were hoping was that they'd be able to sell high obviously to make money Something uh, like that, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but Winthorpe waits for a specific moment and then I, I think in my head what he's doing he's actually selling at that price now yeah, at that point yeah. he doesn't have anything to sell but he's selling it's like, almost like a guarantee to people yeah. i'm selling you at this price which drives it keeps driving the price down and down and down yeah and so then the went the the dukes then sort of they've realized that they've been buying at way too high a price we need to fucking sell so they're trying to sell 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 uh, which is again is driving the price down mm-hmm. and then winthorpe waits for another moment and he starts buying they start buying the stock yeah, and because they're buying shitloads of it, it again, it's driving the price down. Uh, that's my yeah. understanding of it. Right. I don't know if it's right. Thank you for that. I, I just they're, noted they're pre-selling yeah. and buying the stock after. Yes. Yeah, that's what I got from it because at first, the first time I watched it, I was totally lost. I was just like, right, uh, whatever they're doing, they're fucking these guys over. <laughs> but yeah. then you watch it, you kind of get the opposite of what Damons are doing. That's that's what yeah. I. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. If you're a bit confused, on you aren't alone, gentlemen. Apparently, Addy Murphy just stuck yeah. the script because he had no clue what was going on. He just went, I'll do what i here. <laughs> he didn't understand yeah. the stuff, what was going on. So he's like, fuck it, just tell me what to do. Well, then I'm a good company, then that's fine. Isn't, yeah. it, isn't it crazy when you do watch that? Like, it's like, how the fuck, how in the name of fuck did they do business like that? It's, mental. it's oh. just screaming in a room. It's just, cre- it's like, it's madness. <laughs> Alexis like, so is to be believed, and then you look at even like a more modern take on it was like the Wolf of Wall Street, probably based around the same era, mind you. But uh, like where you hear about these stories of fucking people screwing on the stock floor and all this, honestly, I don't know as to be fucking believed or whether it's just crazy like that. I don't see no way to. There you go. Uh, oh, anyway, back to this here one. This is where I, I love the way. Uh, Oh, oh, he's gone. Wind it up, wind it up. Love the way he does outlandness. Turn the machines back on. 
Turn the machines back on! <laughs> then there's a part where he goes, but, but, <laughs> but, is it, but Mortimer, he's really a well. He's like, fuck him! Turn uh, the machines him. back on! <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll fucking, Randolph has like a, a cardiac arrest, heart attack kind of thing. <laughs> and he's like, he's it really saying, over. fuck him! <laughs> Yeah, it's like they seize their assets because they, they've lost or they owe something like 300 million fucking yeah. dollars and they can't cover it. They can't yeah. cover it. They're like, how are we going to get that cash? And your man's like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, so it's like seizing the assets, selling their chairs at the stock exchange, yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. You know, it's like fucking, you're gone. You're fucking yeah. out of here. Yeah. And then that's where Billy Ray and Lewis realize they've made a shitload of money. Yes, uh, <laughs> on the cake. Yeah, Here's and then the dollar. Yeah, they just the dollar. Yeah, yeah, exchange they the dollar. To them too, just to rub it in. <laughs> yeah, and then cuts that's to them on a, a, a beautiful uh, tropical that's island. They're all rich. All of them. Even yep. Coleman. Coleman, yeah. Yep. Looking good, Winthorpe. <laughs> Feeling good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's nice, you know. It's a it's a nice film, you know. It's um, we've obviously come to the end of the film, and we we clearly all really like it. I mean, I think I think I'm not saying too far from the truth that I we all watched this as kids. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've watched it. I could watch this a, a hundred times and would never get bored of it, man. I've watched it that many times, and it's to me even for a movie. What's that? Nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. You know, in many ways, it hasn't. You know, it's not aged too much. You know, you watch it, you don't go, "Oh fuck up." You know, there's 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 certain things, obviously, but you don't watch it. Go fuck that. See, it's terribly. <laughs> I don't think no, so. No, anyway. I, I watched I watched it today on now TV. And yeah, it's in, it's in full HD. It's yep. a really good yeah. transfer, whatever, whatever they've got. Like, obviously it would have been filmed in four millimeter years ago anyway, um, or eight millimeter or whatever. It would have been filmed on proper film. Um, yeah. and yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's, it looks immaculate. Yeah, for sure. So really and, well, and again, uh, sorry, thanks. Talby looking at it as a John Lawrence movie. But and as I was saying earlier, man, it's it's a great story. That's a great story. It is. You know, and that's 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 what's I think that's lacking a lot now in the comedies, especially. Mm-hmm. They're very formulaic and very similar. Where they, that's I don't know, it's just a good story in this. Whereas there's a lot of things you watch now, and you can kind of guess where it's going to go. Where. Oh, yeah. That does have wee twists and turns and stuff on it. Like a, you know, it's a proper movie. It's a movie first. There's a story first, and then they add the comedy in. I think. Yeah, you know? I think you're right. It's weird. I mean, this. I mean, talking 1983. There was a lot of you're coming in there really good time for films. Yeah. You know, around that time anyway. Um. You know, you're you're literally on the cusp of having Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Aliens, Predator, really- Commando. You know, you're coming in there really good time for cinema. Yeah. To me, man, cinema from 70s, sort of mid-70s to maybe from the 70s and 80s was, to me, is one of the golden ages. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, there's so many good movies. You know, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of 90s movies and all like, but they're not like the 80s. The 80s, just, it seemed mega. 
as a kid growing. Maybe it's just because I was a kid then. You know, that everything's saying, oh, fucking hell, this is amazing. But even the stuff in the 70s, I mean, the 70s was so fucking good as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The 70s changed everything. Um, but yeah, fucking hell. Very I think we're very lucky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? To live through that fucking time of... That's the same, you know, same for music, man. I think like the 80s is probably one of the best times for music as well. Yeah, well, I mean, from the 60s to sort of yeah. 90s, I think, you know, yeah, that, that in time, and it doesn't change, I think, in, in fucking life. <laughs> Things were great till it got the fucking, it got the year, you know, that sort of fucking, fucking Simon Kyle age of fucking life, do you uh, know what I mean, of reality shows and fucking uh, talent shows, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's been shite ever since. Social media. Sorry, I know, and again, we probably do sound like old bastards growing about it, but I, I think so anyway. We're, I think we're really lucky. Yeah. We're the last great, we got the last great age of stuff. Indeed. Anyway. <laughs> Younger people will be listening to this going, fucking old bastards. <laughs> A couple of wee things I found out about the movie, uh, like Don Amici, that was his 99th movie. Yep. Do you know what? Do you know what he was in? Jones, maybe this is in your quizzes. I maybe I'm ruining this, so I don't want to say it. I don't know if you have any Don Amici questions, but he was in. Um, what do you call that one? Oh fuck! My brain's gone. Ah, it's a wonderful life. He's in it. Holy he's shit. in the part in the swimming pool where he, he says to the guy, "You know, you might want to know that the, exactly where George is standing. There's a there's a the swimming pool opens." So he, uh, that's Don Amici. There you go. Because I was like, I know that guy when I was watching. I was like, fuck, that's Don Amici. Don Amici. And of course, not to be forgot about Cocoon as well. He's a a very big Christian as well. Um, He basically, the the line, the the fuck him line, it was a one and done. He wasn't going to do it again. Right? Yeah. Delivered it well. Mm. So he, it was his 99th movie, and the other guy, the brother, Ralph Bellamy. Yeah, it was his 49th movie. And then what? Ed Murphy done an interview, and this was his second movie. And he goes, Between us three, we've done 150 movies. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose something like that. I think it was Don Amici's first movie in 17 years or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it kick-started his career back to the point where he got cocooned and got an Oscar for it. So there you go. Yeah. Finished finished out pretty well. Like and him him, uh Ralph Bellamy and Dan Malliot all died within three years of each other in the early nineties. That's oh, right, uh ninety three. And I know we met and I know we benched it, man. Uh, but of course they did turn up again and uh in case people no. missed their last podcast, they did turn up and come into America as them as the same characters, yeah. uh, which was a lovely yeah. touch. Lovely, you know, lovely wee yeah. link. Even comparing, but the they they come into America the, the same way. This this movie takes us time, which I, I love about it. Uh, it sets it up well. Like it's no rushing to get to the fucking jokes, whatnot. It's just Texas time is paced lovely, and uh, yeah, and a fantastic cast and everything. It's just fucking. Uh, and this is Landis actually coming off uh, the whole death and the Twilight Zone thing as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck, yeah that base head was a bit, bit up his hole, but he pulls it off here. Like. 
both both were man as we were saying before both were very natural stories so you don't need you know the the, the comedy comes naturally in it because yeah. the stories are that good you know? plus for for two movies back then that were comedies to be two hours long each yeah. is yeah. fucking heard of you don't see a comedy hardly any time now at that length you know but, an hour thing is kind of the go-to for comedy like and sometimes though, but you wouldn't know it was a long movie. It doesn't feel like a long movie. That's I don't it. think so anyway. You know, no, it's one hour ninety. I think. And for the uh, no one hour fifty. Sorry, one hour ninety. Uh, one hour fifty. One hour fifty. Two hours. There, though, Don Ackroyd, Eddie Murphy, and if you want to pop Jimmy Lee Curtis in there, so this it's a good vehicle. Like Eddie stars rising anyway. His next. One after this, I think, is a stanker, and then he has Beverly Hills Cop on uh, 84. So he's on the rise. Don Ackroyd has a couple of stankers, and then 84, he gets Ghostbusters. Jimmy Lee Curtis doesn't get another decent one until first called Wanda, which is like 88, I believe it is. So she's kind of, yeah, likes a bit. Somebody well, as well. There you go. Stanker in there with fucking John DeVolta uh, in between, but, uh, you know, it called Perfect or something. So we. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the sequel to Saturday Night? Yeah, I think it's tech, tech, yeah. Something. I'm thinking of something else. No, she is in yeah. uh, with him, isn't she? Saturday Night Fever or Stan Alive? No, it's not Stan Alive. Stan Alive. Stan Alive was a sequel to Saturday Night Fever, but it's not that one. It's, it's one. Uh, this is the other one. Dan, is that, you're talking about Dan Ackroyd. He did a couple of movies as well after. Like later on, he did. Um, he was in the Twilight Great movie. Outdoors. He was in the Great Outdoors, which was I I liked him in Great Outdoors. He was just a real asshole in Great Outdoors, with yep. a fucking one of my comedy fucking heroes, uh, John Candy. He's fucking yep. amazing. But there's another film they were in called Who's Harry Crumb. I don't know if any yeah. of you've ever seen that movie. That's right. There's right, a scene I, where Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd plays an owl fucking. Saying that he's trying to eat the hot dog and it's like I couldn't eat a hot dog for a big fucking giant hot dog and he's got a really small old mouth and he's like it's just disgusting. <laughs> it's there was uh, there was a Chevy Chase Demi Moore film I think around late eighties early nineties called Nothing But Trouble I think it was where Chevy Chase and Demi Moore end up at this weird fucking house and they get captured and they have to try and escape. And it's um, Dan Aykroyd plays the old boy. He's oh no, that's really it. Old... That's the one. That's the yeah. one. Sorry, yeah. I've got the one. He's got a nose. Yes. He's got a nose on him like a dick. Yes, that's the one. And that's, that's the where he eats the hot, the hot dog. dog. That's, uh, that's right. Oh, it's fucking sorry, man. But yeah, that's the one. It's class on it. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was, in, uh, he was in Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to see something really scary? Uh, um, and see from that, from that, from me saying that to this day, every time I hear that song, Let the Midnight Special, I hear that tune, it freaks yep. me out. But, he was uh, also, John Landis also did a few, didn't he do a few Michael Jackson videos? Oh yeah. sure. And there's one, I, I don't know what, I can't remember what the song is, but it's full of celebrities, and Dan Aykroyd's and that is the Perfect Cop. Like Liberian Girl or something? Is it Liberian? It might be Liberian yes. Girl, actually. Uh, uh, yes, but I think um, was it Landis directed that? I, I do remember the Liberian Girl video, but can't remember who directed it. 
Dan Aykroyd's in it. He is. He is. He's in the, the video. Yeah. If only there was like an easy way to check. <laughs> <laughs> Here, another thing I found out is um, you know the big house where is it the two brothers fucking live in the big massive mansion? Mm. That was actually a nut house. <laughs> Holy shit. Really? There you go. Yeah, that's just the you know, obviously they only used the, out, exterior. the exterior. A couple of shots and that was it. Fuck. There you go. Have you have you had a quiz first, Jones? I have a quiz. There's a couple know. of questions I'll have to take out, but still yeah. I'll have about quickly, motherfucker. Much it is about to start. Great. <laughs> Fucking hell, Nick. The United family we finished in the top four. Yeah, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't directed by it wasn't directed by Landis. Have yeah. uh, you got pen and paper on anybody at home listening? You can pause it, go grab pen and paper. Play along. Oh, Jones. Sick of this. <laughs> <laughs> Why not the right things? Fucking fucking penis. This is mostly about Dan Aykroyd because last last episode we I did a quiz about fucking Eddie Murphy. So no but see before we start. See before we start, just want to say the the role that Denim Elliott has, I forget the name of the butler now. Coleman. 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 Um there was two other actors that were considered. Uh one of them was Sir John Gilgood, and the other one was Ronnie Barker. Really? Wow. Ronnie wow. Barker. Ronnie Barker. Fuck out of an origin, Ronnie Barker. I would have watched, an American yep, movie? I would have watched that. Yep. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm on so, like some character actor, like amazing, absolutely amazing. I, 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 I would suspect one of the reasons why he didn't do it was because he didn't want to travel. Ah, Probably. Fuck him. Yeah. He's a bit of a recluse, say uh, Ronnie Barker. Like he, he recluse, but he was also a big family man as well. So, yeah. fuck him and all the movies he ever made. Fuck him. <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. You're a fucking Grinch, boy. Right? Are you ready for the fucking questions? What the fuck? Fuck off. Question number one. What was the original name for Ghostbusters? Oh, I know this. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Derek Akora. Yeah. Loves dick. Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. (laughs) And she did. She sure oh, does. She loves, loves that diag. <laughs> Put it all up and then and around. All right. <laughs> Question two, you fucker. <laughs> Question two. Dan Aykroyd also had another cast member from Saturday Night Live in mind to play Peter Vankman. Who was it? Oh. Okay. During, no, question three. During the Blues Brothers, who did Dan Aykroyd get engaged to? Right. Oh, uh, mm. what? Oh, yeah? The character, yeah. you mean? Or the person? The person. Uh, in the film? Just, <laughs> like in real life, during that time. Oh, right, okay. Question four. 
Where was Dan Aykroyd born? I always thought he was Canadian. Ooh, oh, you can be right there. Well, I, I'm probably not. I'm probably not right. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I, I thought he, I always thought he was Canadian. So that's why I'm putting down. Yeah, in rings true me as well, yeah. I don't think he's American. Question five. Fuck, hell on. What was question two? Two? <laughs> Suffering. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Dan Aykroyd, question two. Dan Aykroyd uh, also had another cast member from Saturday Night Live in mind. Aye, yeah, that's what that was. It must be number three, I missed. <laughs> three? During the Blues yes. Who did Dan Aykroyd get engaged to? Uh, I knew that one. What was yeah, number four? Oh, I got the mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Where was he born? He's got a nose for a penis. Or a <laughs> penis for a nose. One of the two. Uh, number five, Jones. Yeah, what's number five? five? I'm just starting. Uh, what is the name of Dan Aykroyd's vodka? That's right, he does yeah. some of vodka. Uh, yes, I know that, actually. I don't know that one. Yeah. Oh, fuck off, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> number six. In Blues Brothers, according to Dan Aykroyd, what was included in the film's budget to help the cast and crew stay awake during night shoots? What did they put into that fucking kind of rider? Fuck. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Number seven, and then I'll go through the answers for these few, and then we'll do the second half. Number seven, who was Dan Aykroyd's co-star in Dragnet? Oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck off, Jones. <laughs> right, I'll do the answers for these ones, and then we'll get on to the second bit. What do you mean, there's a the second bit? Well, there's a few more questions that I thought I'd make it a wee bit. Sure, fucking. So the answer to number one is Ghost Smashers, Spectre yes. Fuckers, Ghost Mashers, Mashers, like what a wow. piece of Take shit. Take over Smashers. I prefer oh. mine. Ghost Mashers. I get a point for Spectre Fuckers. <laughs> Spectre Fuckers. Spectre Fuckers. Ghost Mashers, yeah. Actually, uh, uh, the, the Spanish version of it but it was throat fuckers. Throat. <laughs> le fuck to the throat. That's the French. Boot de la fruit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Boot to the doot. <laughs> Number two. The answer is John Belushi. Yep, yep. got it. Got that. Shit out Joe Piscopo. Yep. <laughs> Number three. Who did he get engaged okay. to in real life? Carrie Fisher. Fisher. How many marriages did she have? Jesus Christ. He never got married her, but he was engaged to her. Um, and where was he born? Question four. Canada. 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 Yep. There you go. The answer number five is Crystal Head. Correct. Crystal yep. Head vodka. Uh, it's, uh, it is actually shaped like a big crystal skull on its pricey, pricey, pricey. It's uh, apparently not too bad, I think. I, I was thinking, we were looking up um, 
the rocks Taramana fucking it's tequila. Tequila's like thirty three quid or something. Which yeah. is the who? Rock. The rock. He's got his own tequila. Yeah, oh, Jones. Jones, you sure do know a lot about alcohol. That's true. <laughs> and uh, what do you call him? Uh, fucking, what's his name? McGregor's got his whiskey. Yes, that's true. Ryan Reynolds as well. He's got gin. Yep. Um, Michael Jackson has his own wine called Jesus Juice. Yep. And a cart- <laughs> carton of wine. Fucking hell. Yep. Um, yep. Who else has tequila? You, you know what I found out the other day? You know, there's a scene in uh, Muppet Treasure Island where Captain Hook comes in with a trolley load of drink. It's Buckfast. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm going to look that up. Oh, there you go. Got the Buck wine, boy. Bit of Bucky. Where are we? Fuck's sake. We're on to number six. What they had (laughs) to keep people away. Cocaine. Part of the fucking budget. Yeah. I guess that. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven. Number seven was Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's got that. That was easy. Right. Next question. You just kind of know this one, so I'll move on to the next one. And you just know number eight. Because we talked about it. It will be number eight once I find one. We kind of got the answers through the whole podcast. So I'll go on to it. So eight. What film in 1995 did Dan Aykroyd do a cameo as Dr. Raymond Stance? What film? That he, no, he's the only fun. person to ever do like a ghost, a Ghostbuster character in another film. No, fucking five. Ninety-five. I can't. I'm not even guessing. Uh, oh, oh, I can't oh, even oh, think. Oh, oh, actually, actually, I might know that. Yeah, yeah. I think I may have that. Was it Meg Girl Two? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. Which Indiana Jones film was Dan Aykroyd in? Oh, you yes. motherfucker. Got, got it, got it, got it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fucking, yep. Yep, that one. Yep. Um, question 10. Oh, fuck, I've wrote in the wrong place. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> in Ghostbusters, Aykroyd would describe Slimer as which actor? It reminded him of. Or... Oh, fuck off! You've really fucking Emma. said this. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Eleven. Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman named the iconic ghost from Ghostbusters. You know, the ghost inside the symbol. What is the ghost's name? Oh, you motherfucker! I know what this. ghost inside the symbol? The symbol, the Ghostbusters sign. The wee ghost. Oh, yes. Aye. Oh, what? yes. Aye. Uh, oh, uh, I used to know this. See, I it, know it, but I can't fucking think of it now. And finally, um, 
Dan Aykroyd received an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor in which film? Really? Yep. Never, he never won it, but he, he got a Best Supporting Actor nomination. Oh, right, okay. okay. It's a choice of two for me. Yeah. I'm going to write them both down. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yes, indeed. So, the answers are... Question eight. The cameo was in Casper. I was going to say Casper. I actually did say Casper. <laughs> no, well, I'm not clue. Wouldn't Casper. have that. He knows he runs out. Right. Number nine, which Indiana Jones film? The Temple of Doom. Yes. Yep. He's in it for like 16 seconds. I didn't get that. Number two. I got uh, Indiana Jones and the big plastic head. Which was the crystal, the crystal skull. skull. I thought he I was going to put that first, but then I, I knew it was something earlier than that. Um, number 10, who, who would he describe Slammer as? John Belushi again? Yeah. Yep. John Belushi. Number 11, the name of the ghost inside the symbol. Westby. Moodley. M-O-O-G-L-I-E. Ah, fuck off. No, I'm pretty sure it's Wispy. Well, I looked at it and that's what they called it. I don't think that's right. You know Wikipedia is just written by normal fucking people. True. I looked it up twice, two different things. Either way, I'll give you half a point, you fucking yappy yep. bastard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big winner. Finally, number 12. Uh, the... Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor was for Driving Miss Daisy. I bet my girl for a guess. So did I. I thought it was either my girl or Grosse Point Blank. Uh, oh, what a good movie. Where was no Grosse Point Blank movie, you fucking idiot? That's a great film. Yeah, you fucking knob. You're fucking it, out of it here. Was great, yeah, it was great, It was great. actually to find decent, any uh, decent kind of trivia on him. Where was space like it, it. Good man. You're spies like us. You're, you're it, right? Hey, you're. Six here, boys, we should do spades like us. It's a film about all these spades in Belfast, right? And, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll just go. They go out into the snow. And, oh. There's no such thing as a bad idea, Stevie. But in this case, Oops. I'll take exception. <laughs> so there you have it. Very good. This is. Second held hit on that one again, did he? No, I didn't. Nope. Did he buy? I think. I think Stevie won it. Yep. I know a lot of it, Dan Ackroyd. I don't know if that's a good it's, thing or not. Weird. Yep. Stay out of his bins. <laughs> there you go. I, th I think on that note, we will call it an end. Uh, it's one hour forty-six. Oh, could have done a watch along. Yeah, so that was the sixth events episode sixteen. Uh, podcast about trading places. So there, if you haven't watched the film, we've literally just ruined it for you. Yeah. <laughs> But watch it anyway because it's great. Yeah, don't take our word for it. Take IMDb's word for it. 
That's it. Yep. Next day, it's there right now. Check it out, folks. Sports and the here. fact is, if you don't watch it, it means you're a bit of a racist. That's right. Yep, yep. So, I've been Lionel Joseph. I've been Inga from Sweden. <laughs> I've been a priest. <laughs> and I've been Inga from Sweden's titties. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and that'll do, that'll do the sign-off. Bye, everyone. Bye.